Welcome to the YouTube Creators Hub podcast, where we help you conquer the internet one video at a time. We cover everything from how to start a YouTube channel to how to make a video go viral. And now, here's your host, the one and only Dusty Porter. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 167 of the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. Dusty here, the host of the show. Uh, I would like to give a huge shout out and thank you to TubeBuddy again for sponsoring the show, the uh, Swiss Army Knife tool that I use and many other YouTube creators use to shave off time and uh, things like that in their YouTube workflow. All kinds of tools that TubeBuddy provides you with. Um, if you haven't already, check them out in the link description below. Also, a huge shout out to our recent patrons. You can support us over there to get access to the YouTube Creators Hub Discord, where we talk about YouTube all throughout the days and the weeks and the months. A uh, great place to share your uh, your work, your channel, recent videos. If that's something you're interested in, you can support us over on Patreon. New patrons the past couple of weeks, uh, Antonio R., Lisa S, George B, Nina S, Antonio L, and Sarah T. Thank you all for joining us and being a part of the YouTube Creators Hub family. Now, many of you asked me, actually got a couple of emails, Dusty, you missed an episode last week. You never miss an episode. You are correct, my friend. I, I rarely miss an episode of this show. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into reaching out and finding guests and putting the show together. Um, hours upon hours of research and time goes into editing every week because I want to bring you guys the highest quality content possible. And because of that, sometimes I get to a point to where I, I just I need a break. And so last week I needed a, a break. I, I, I feel refreshed. I feel good. I feel ready to go. And so because of that, I, I do apologize for missing last week, but I will tell you that I'm ready to go back you know, better than ever. And I've got a ton of interviews lined up for the next couple of months, and I cannot wait for you guys to hear some of the shows that, that I've already recorded, some of the ones that I am yet to record, but I know they're going to be fantastic. Um, and last week was one of our better weeks as far as downloads go. Uh, and so uh, that just shows me that all of the older episodes are doing so well. I have people email me and say, hey, I just listened to episode 33, and I wanted to tell you that this part here really helped me out. Just to imagine that episode 33 of a podcast that's almost 170 episodes in is still bringing value to the person that listens. Wow. I thought that to be absolutely fantastic. Also, a huge shout out to those of you leaving reviews over on iTunes. That does help the show uh, grow. And I, as as to my word, I will give you a shout out on the podcast if you leave us a review. Got a couple of reviews to uh, to, to to look at, but the only one that I'm going to read this week is actually a negative review. Uh, I, I did say that I will re, you know I will read off all positive and negative reviews. This one comes in from VL Reviews on May seventh. He says, although I appreciate the attempt to be understandable and clear, the Junior high lecture tone and dictionary definitions are not high level enough to help me. So <laughs> apparently this person says we're not up to his standard. Apparently we're not up to his level. Uh, so I do apologize for that. Sometimes maybe I dumb it down a little too much. Uh, but here on the on the show, I've got a, a vast uh, array of people listening. And so with that being said, it's it's difficult for me to be able to 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 to, you know, I guess you say bridge the gap of the people who are just starting on YouTube and those people who are already experienced veterans on the platform. I really try to, uh, to, to get to a point to where I can relate to all of them and be able to help all of those people out regardless of the spot they are in their journey. Also, a review coming in from Travis Marziana says, awesome job, Dusty. Keep up the good work. I will, my friend. Thank you so much. All right. Without any further ado, let's jump into this week's 
conversation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's conversation on the YouTube Creators Hub podcast. I am super excited today to be joined by George B. Thomas from the HubSpot Sprocket Talk YouTube channel. It's dedicated to bringing you HubSpot tutorials, updates, and interviews. He digs deep into the HubSpot marketing, sales, and services hub tools to help you achieve more ROI with your HubSpot account. He's been on YouTube now for just, I know, not too, too long, uh, but has accumulated a ton of views and is his subscriber count is continually growing. George, how are you doing today? Dusty, I'm doing great. And it's a pleasure to be on the show. And it's funny because uh, the very beginning of this, you started to kind of say not been on too long because we look at this channel, we look at HubSpot Sprocket Talk, we look at when it was created. Mm -hmm. uh, but the but the thing is, I want the listeners to know right now that uh, actually it's been years. So one of the things that we might end up talking about as we go through this is being a transition specialist when it comes to the content you're creating or the channel that you're on. Because Dust have actually been creating HubSpot tutorials uh, since 2013. Mm. It just so happened that it was with another company called The Sales Lion mm. that got acquired by an agency. And then I moved to another agency and started back up uh, what I had been doing for years. And so the growth that everybody sees on this channel, which again is a topic we're gonna talk about, is yes in a little bit of time, but it's because of the foundational groundwork that has been for years inside of HubSpot and YouTube and creating content. So let's talk about that for a minute, and I do apologize for the inaccuracy there, but I, I was kind of going off of the stats there that YouTube provides us, but you know, having that backstory as far as kind of where you've come from is kind of where I want to go to next. I want you to let my audience know a little bit about you, kind of your history on YouTube, and you kind of just did that there, but as far as like on YouTube and creating video content, like how, how did this whole thing start to you? Why HubSpot? Spot. Why, uh, you know, the content that you create? Give us a little bit of a background of who, of who George really is. Yeah, for sure. So it's kind of crazy. I historically was a nerd design dev guy, uh, loved creating websites, uh, ended up working for different agencies. And one of the agencies that I worked for back in 2012, Dusty, uh, we ended up winning tickets to this event called Inbound, uh, Inbound 2012. And during that time, we learned about this thing called Inbound Marketing and Content Marketing and HubSpot as far as a software that you could use to do these things. Then what happened next was kind of like just very interesting. There was a keynote. His name was Gary Vaynerchuk. Some people listening to this might know him as Gary V. Uh, he was on stage as a keynote, and I was like sitting there, and I'm like, I want to do this. And when I said I want to do this, I meant a couple things. One, I wanted to learn more about HubSpot. Two, I wanted to transition from a nerdy developer to a marketer, uh, which is something that I didn't ever think I would say I want to grow up to be a marketer. But also I wanted to end up on that stage. Uh, I wanted to end up adding value. I wanted to be a speaker. I really loved what was happening in 2012, uh, but had no roadmap to get there. So uh, we started using HubSpot at the agency. 
um, I started educating myself on HubSpot. And this really interesting thing started to happen that there was a personal brand that started to be built around George B. Thomas uh, in HubSpot Landia uh, around knowing and educating himself and others uh, to the tool. So when they had three certifications, I had three. As they got six, I got six. Now, Dusty, there's 21 HubSpot certifications possible. Actually, mm -hmm. I think there's a new one. There might be 22. <laughs> I have 21 of them uh, and am a HubSpot accredited trainer, but I don't work for HubSpot. I never have worked for HubSpot. I've just worked for Hub, uh, you know, HubSpot partner agencies. Um, and, and it's been interesting. Doing these tutorials, creating content uh, has got me to the point where I'm actually speaking at Inbound for the third year in a row, uh, going around to different locations and speaking about HubSpot and inbound marketing and video marketing and things like that. Uh, but, but to go back to how in the heck did I get on YouTube, uh, it actually started with podcasting. So I worked for a company called The Sales Lion and Marcus Sheridan. Uh, who has a book out called They Ask You Answer and, and is an amazing human, uh, said, hey, I think we should start a podcast around HubSpot. And I, I thought, mm, no. <laughs> because, hey, I hate my voice, right? So I, I think my voice sounds stupid. Uh, I thought it was my biggest weakness. And uh, so we started this podcast, and within six months we went to an event, and I started hearing Dusty, uh, man, your voice is awesome. You sound like a radio announcer. And I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, are, you don't hear what I hear, obviously. But what this is a tip that I want the listeners to understand. And, and it has to do with podcasting. It has to do with YouTube. Is that sometimes uh, what we feel is our biggest weakness is actually our largest strength. So, so if there's something, if you're listening to this right now and there's something stopping you from starting a channel or pushing your channel to the next level, put all of your own hurdles aside. Get out of your own head and just go for it and see what what happens around the community of people that will go around you. So so during the podcast, one of the things we wanted to do was tutorials. And Dusty, I don't know about you, but it's really hard to explain just in audio format how to do things in software to people. Mm -hmm. And so quickly I was like, well, crap, I've, I've got to make videos uh, because I've got to show them. Like if I don't show them, it's not going to make sense. So in 2013, I made my first HubSpot tutorial and, and Dusty, it was terrible. Mm. Like I, I'm talking about like the intro was me, a photo of me standing against a brick wall um, and I was talking over the photo. There were three little HubSpot like certifications because, you know, that makes me a thought leader. Mm -hmm. um, and I and I have I've, I saved that video just because. Uh, another piece of what I hope everybody listening to this pays attention to is it's about the journey, right? You got to make that first one, that 10th one, that 20th one that, that you just embrace is going to probably be maybe some of the worst videos that you'll ever make in your life. But when you get to the 300th or the 500th or the 700th video, then, then all of a sudden it's like, man, I'm, 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 I'm good. I'm like clockwork here. Right. So that's a little like kind of how YouTube, how HubSpot, um, where I've gotten to where I am today. And, and a year ago, you know, started a brand new channel, zero videos, zero branding. 
uh, and said, "Okay, here, here we go again. Let's do this." Mm-hmm. And, and you've you've really accumulated a really nice library of of videos over on that channel. Um, so I, I want to talk about kind of where you're at now and kind of the business side of things. Um, you know, I know very little about HubSpot before I, you know, I've you know communicated with you and I've done a little bit of, of research since kind of knowing that I'm going to be on the call with you. So I know a little bit about that. I don't want to talk too much about the topic, but I, I do want sure. to talk more on the YouTube side of things and kind of actually how you've grown your YouTube channel uh, so quickly. Um, and yeah. a lot a lot of people think that, oh, well, if you start YouTube with zero subs, zero, uh, you know, his, history, zero communities from other platforms, it's just impossible or improbable to even grow a YouTube channel. We'll, we'll get on that in a minute. But let's talk about monetization for a minute, the business side of things for a minute. How are you taking the HubSpot Sprocket Talk YouTube channel and making money? Like, what, what are your ways of making money from your YouTube channel? Because people think and they always ask me, they're like, well, ad revenue is crap. Um, I can't make money with this or that. <laughs> what, what, what are ways that you are able to monetize your channel being it, you know, and, and no offense is meant by this, but being a, a rather new and small channel right now, how are you able to still make money from that content you create? Yeah, and I love this question because it gets us into, Dusty, a plethora of things that I don't hear people talking about a lot on most of the shows that are like YouTube or creator-type content. And that is uh, this was a business strategy from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And and I don't mean any offense to anybody out there, but like I didn't start Sprocket Talk because I wanted to get to a thousand subs and four thousand, you know, hours of watch time so that I could monetize the videos. I wanted to start Sprocket Talk because I knew that YouTube was the second largest search engine on the planet. I wanted to start Sprocket Talk because I knew that video is the way that humans communicate. I wanted to start Sprocket Talk because I realized most people are lazy and would rather watch video than read a blog article or a knowledge article on how to do something. And we started Sprocket Talk because we realized using HubSpot can be difficult. It's a sales, marketing, and service tool. It's huge, right? And so let's go into the monetization part of this. A, I go out to companies and I do workshops, one and two day workshops where they pay us to come out on location and talk to their sales and marketing teams and how to use the tool and content and inbound strategies. Also, Dusty, above and beyond that, if people will watch the videos and it's almost like I'm geek squatting them, right? Mm-hmm. Where they'll watch the video and they'll be like, yeah, yeah, I, I know you just showed me how to add my email signature into my HubSpot CRM. How much for you just to do it for me, mm-hmm. right? And so then we have a right that people can pay for the time of George B. Thomas or Impulse Creative, the agency, to do those things. And it can be everything from website development to, you know, to campaign strategy to sales pipelines, like all of these things that we can do. And now we're moving into the next and exciting phase is Sprocket Talk, the, the YouTube channel. The content creation, by the way, is a beta test to see if people would come from historical videos that we created at another company and collect into this area. Mm -hmm. We've got the YouTube channel, which now has 631 subscribers, which some people might go, well, that's not a lot of subscribers. It is to me. If if 10 percent of those people buy a workshop for me next year, I'm good to go. Mm -hmm. Right. 
Um, and so I, so it's just a different mindset. But the next phase of what we're moving into, which, by the way, we also have a, a private Facebook group for Sprocket Talk, which is like 700 and some people in that as well. So th it sounds like small numbers. But when we go to launch the next phase, which is SprocketTalk.com, and we let the group and the YouTube channel know that they'll be able to go to SprocketTalk.com, not Impulse Creative, not an agency, but an actual website where they'll be able to become a free VIP. And that'll give them access to Slack channels where they'll have access to me and the team, where they can do a paid VIP and they can get special content that we're going to create as far as modules and courses around strategies, marketing, sales, and service techniques, or where they can actually get dedicated blocks of time right there no matter if you're an agency no matter if you're a hubspot user this is opening up to everybody so so yeah are we running an affiliate program no are we monetizing our videos no but from a business strategy have we collected folks who can use our services <laughs> heck yeah mm -hmm. right and, and that's kind of the benefit of of youtube is that the 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 numbers directly can con can convert to sales that are you know astronomical in comparison to say the sub numbers or view numbers if if you get your name out there and I work with businesses on a weekly basic ba basic on a weekly basis uh, that have very small subscriber counts or, or maybe you know what people would consider very small viewer numbers on a daily or weekly basis but the thing is is they're able to utilize that actual platform that is YouTube and they're able to make sales they're able to convert conversations or convert comments into clients which is something yeah. that I'm trying to train people on now and so that's kind of why I love bringing people of all you know sizes onto this podcast because it's not just about you know trying to talk with someone who has you know 2 million subscribers and you know 100 mm. billion views Right. A lot of times, that's that's the upper, you know, 0.5 to 1% of people on YouTube. People want to hear from people who are, you know, going through the same thing they're going through now. And I think that's why this conversation is, is so beneficial for those out there listening. Um, what is something that you wish, George, that someone would have told you when you first started out on YouTube? Oh, man. So here's the thing. I'm not going to give – well, actually, I am going to give something new. I have two things, Dusty, that hit my mind immediately when you asked me that question. Um, the first thing I really wish somebody would have told me is that reimagine your mindset um, because you're going to watch videos. You're going to hear training. Uh, people are going to say that you should think about YouTube in a certain way, right? Because trust me, there has been a time when I've got caught up on the fact that I only had 200 subscribers or that a video only had 20 views or that, you know, it, it, things just felt slow and that it wasn't growing because I was focused on, well, why don't I have 10,000 subs and, 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 you know, why don't I have this many views? And, uh, you know, if, if, if from the beginning, I wish that I thought about YouTube the way that I think now, and that is it only takes one play. Mm -hmm. If one play is the right play and they reach out to you via email and you close a deal, who cares if it's got 2,000 views? It doesn't matter. If, if you're not in this to be a YouTube creator, but you're here because you're creating valuable educational content that leads to a sale, then there has to be a different mindset that you go at this and a different measurement scale of success 
that you're paying attention to as you're doing this journey. Otherwise, dude, you get burnt out, bro. You're like, oh, why am I even doing this? And and then you get frustrated and you don't want to make the content or you force yourself to make the content and the content's not as good as it could be when you just need to realize like, look, I'm going to make this awesome video. If 10 people watch it and two people buy, this video was successful because we can tie it back to like $10,000 worth of business done or something like that. Like mm -hmm. that, that, that mindset. The other one other little tidbit to this that I want to say because I was shocked, uh, and it's not it's not new information, is that, ladies and gentlemen, I am here to tell you, when when people like Brian G. Johnson or Nick Nimmin or Dusty Porter or uh, Owen Video, whoever, who when they tell you that thumbnails are important, thumbnails are important. Because Dusty, here's the thing: about two months ago, it might have been two and a half months ago, I took time to redo about 200 and some thumbnails, completely rebrand them, make them consistent, make them look better. So now do the math, two and a half months ago, been doing this for about a year, two and a half months ago, I had about 300 subscribers. Mm -hmm. So in two and a half months, I've gone to 631. Like I literally could see the time in which I changed my thumbnail to the speed in which my subscriber growth grew and my watch time grew and the click-throughs grew was on the thumbnail. And I, I want to tie this back to a marketing tactic strategy that everybody should be paying attention to across the board, no matter if it's on YouTube or if it's on your website. Because the thumbnails, I want everybody to know and realize those are calls to action. On your website, it's a click here, it's a read this, it's a learn more. And if those call to actions stink, people never get to that ebook, that guide, that checklist, that landing page where you wanna fill out the form and convert. If your thumbnails suck, they're never gonna get to the video, they're never gonna fall in love with you, they're never gonna wanna subscribe because they never see the value. And it works similar to what you're saying, even if you're just wanting to be a YouTuber and grow as a channel or as an as an yeah. inter entertainer. It works the same way because you know you, you make a comment, and I've already got the title of, of this week's show. It just takes one play. I love that. I love that that mentality. But the thing is, is that if you're a YouTube creator, it just takes one play from the right person for you to get noticed. And and if it's you know it may, th that one play may be your next super fan that is yep. there and watching every one of your videos, that's liking and sharing. And then as the months and, and, and the years go by, you have to work at it and continually get more and more of these super fans who continue to share your stuff and continue to help you grow. I remember years ago, I had these same people who would come and comment on my videos. Sometimes I would get annoyed by it slightly, but then I realized these are the people who are championing, championing what I'm doing. They're championing. That's not even a word. Championing is what I mean. Like champion your, you know, actual content. I apologize. Uh, but basically, what I'm saying is, is that you want to understand that that one play that you get from that person could be the difference in your channel taking off. And, and the same thing goes with making sales. And George, you did a great job explaining that. Oh, one of the you. newer questions that I like to ask on this show, it's a lot of fun for me. Um, what does your normal day look like as a YouTube creator? Like, what is your workflow like as a creator? How, how, do you, how do you go about doing it? Yeah, so the fun part about this is it's part of my job. 
Uh, but the unfun part about this is it's part of my job. <laughs> and what I mean by that is I work for an agency, right? So there's client work that needs to be done. There's, um, you know, meetings and audits and all sorts of craziness that happens in agency life. Now, what, why I'm bringing that up is because, uh, y and you yourself, Dusty said, man, you've got a good bank of videos, right? I have like 250 plus videos in less than a year, which means I had to figure out a way to start to crank these bad boys out. So a couple things that I've done that might help people who are listening to this is one, I've blocked off, you know, about an hour and a half to two hours per day that is strictly time for sprocket talk. Um, and in that time frame, Dusty, I'm either uh, working on a script, I'm either shooting a video, editing a video, or publishing a video, like one of those things. And it could be for YouTube, or it could be one of the modules or courses that's located in sprockettalk.com, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but, but I'm working on that. The other piece of that, though, is getting a very streamlined process. And so when it comes to the way that we create videos for Sprocket Talk, uh, it's the, the system is set up, right? I'm it's the cameras there the camera plugs into my computer uh, the lights are set the mic set uh, the you know I use ecam live to actually record uh, right to my computer so there's no like uh, you know dragging and dropping or through the cloud or downloading like everything is optimized to the the just use the minimal amount of time to get the maximum result on the videos that we're creating and so uh, small blocks of time every day, always keep that time, optimizing your gear and your workflow to just be able to do the most that you can in the smallest amount of time and, and really challenge yourself. And the biggest piece of this is set a goal. Like I said, I want to do two to three videos a day for the first six months. Then I'm going to go to a video a day for the rest of the time. And now it's the point where we're either doing a live or I'm doing an interview or there's a tutorial. Pretty much every day, there's a new piece of content coming out because of blocking off time, optimizing gear, optimizing process, but still doing all the other client work around it. You know, it's, it's funny when you say that about all the work that you're doing and it being part of your job. And people ask me a lot of times questions about being a YouTuber, like in real life, like whether it be at church or at my, my daughter's preschool, whatever. They ask me, what, what do you mean like a YouTuber? Like what do you do? What do you actually do? And you know, just hearing you talk about your workflow, and I've asked this question now five or six times in the podcast – Everyone's workflow is so different. It really is about what you are comfortable with um, and, 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 and the, the work that you do and, and, and how you've kind of gotten comfortable doing things. And so, George, I, I, love, I love when you're talking about you know you doing two or three videos a day. Some people would scoff at that and saying, like, there's no way that's possible. It is possible. It is possible if you're willing to put in the time and you're willing to put in the work. And, and you can see with what George is doing in his channel and how it's growing, he's willing to put in the work. And so th that's something that, that, that's fun. Now, on the back side of that question, I like to ask, because I'm a tech cat, I'm a nerd, I like to know the kind of the tools of the trade. What are some of the hardware and software? What, what's, what's the tools of the trade that's helping you get this stuff done on the channel? Yeah, without a doubt. So 
<clears throat> pardon me. I've got a Canon SL2 uh, camera that is plugged right into my Mac laptop. Uh, I've got a Rode mic that also plugs right into my Mac laptop because I use the little uh, you know, headphone dongle that they sell that makes it work for your cell phone. Uh, but if it works for your cell phone, it also works for your laptop. So I have the Rode mic and the Canon camera all coming into my laptop. I, I then have that connected to Ecamm Live, um, and I use a, uh, a little program called Camera Live, or there's even Cam Twist, which allows me to really connect those. And so I have HD video, great audio coming right into my computer. Um, I record the video, or the reason I love Ecamm is because I can record it native. I can go to YouTube Live. I can go to Facebook Live. I can go – anyway, I can go pretty much anywhere with that tool. Now, once I record the video, I've got templates set up, Dusty. So, for instance, if I'm doing a what is video, in Camtasia, there's literally a what is template that has the intro, the outro, the music, the subscribe, all of that. And so I just take the video that I recorded, I dump it in the timeline, I slice it and dice it, I add my little effects, and then I export it out and I upload it and go from there. And, and same with if it's a tutorial, template. Right. It, mm -hmm. it just you, you got to people. There's two things when it comes to editing process. Well, first of all, some people might be freaking out, Dusty, who are YouTube creators right now because I said Camtasia instead of Adobe Premiere. I can use Adobe Premiere and on some projects I use Adobe Premiere. But remember back when I said optimizing your process in the smallest amount of time with the minimum amount of work you need to do. Mm -hmm. That's Camtasia for this process. Um, and so I have those templates. So everybody needs to think about templates. But inside of Camtasia, you can also have libraries. And so I have a set of libraries that are for the what is videos. I have a library for the uh, Sprocket Talk Unpacked show. I have a library for the, you know, whatever, the tutorials. So I can grab my countdowns or my different subscribes or my different graphics. And I don't have to go searching for them through my hard drive or my portable drives. And then the other piece of this that is kind of unique to some that may or may not do this is I actually take that finished video. I upload it to a platform called 23, 23.net. You can check them out. When it's up there, I actually publish it to what is a video library, videos.impulsecreative.com. Uh, when that happens, it automatically goes out to our audio and our video podcast, uh, and then I can push it to our Facebook page and our YouTube page right from 23. So it's one upload, and then it goes out to these four or five different places. Once it's out to the four or five different places, now I go over to YouTube, and I actually do all of my awesome work with TubeBuddy and I, you know, my tags and uh, all that little stuff that tweaks the end screens, the cards, all that stuff in platform, but I, I didn't have to wait for it to upload to Facebook and upload to YouTube and upload. I just had to wait. Um, remember, remember, I'm, I'm literally saying ring every second that you can out of the process so that you can produce more because Dusty, I want to tie back to that. It's one view or one video, right? One view or one video makes a difference. The right people, the right person sees you. It's the right concept or content at the right time. Poof. It's just that then you have your magical moment. But if you sit here and you have a process where you're bogged down and you can only do one a month 
or one a week or you get burnout and you quit because the process is killing you, then then this is no good. And so you have to really focus on how do you streamline that. And, and the tools that I've explained over the last couple of minutes, that is what has helped me do what I do as quickly as we do it. And, and one of the things I love doing, Dusty, is going out to companies and just doing like a half-day workshop on how to create more video in less time with less money. Yeah. That's a sexy topic right there. I'm just it, it throwing is. that out there. Yeah, no, it is. People are always asking me, you know, what's what's the way to, you know, and you, and you don't, it's not really cutting corners. What it is is being able to optimize your time because time is your most valuable resource as a creator, and you yes. must optimize how you use it. And I think that you've given a lot of a lot of great ways of doing that. Now, if you would let my audience know where to find you on the internet. Yeah. First of all, Dusty, thank you for this opportunity. Uh, I love the show. I love what you're doing. I love the YouTube community and everybody out there trying to get their hustle on. Look, you can go to impulsecreative.com. That's our agency. You can definitely check out when you uh, get a chance, sprockettalk.com or the YouTube channel. Go to YouTube. Just search for Sprocket Talk. Uh, it's not the Saturday Night Live skit from years ago. It's <laughs> the one with all the orange thumbnails. Just going to throw that out there. Uh, but then if you want to have a conversation, you can hit me up at George B. Thomas on the Twitters or the Instagrams. Both of those uh, will get you directly to me. That is awesome. George, thank you so, so much for joining me today. What a great interview. I'm sure we'll have you on sometime down the line again as well. And uh, we'll talk to you next time. Sounds good, Dusty. Thanks. Have a great day. You've been listening to the YouTube Creators Podcast. We want to thank you and invite you to subscribe to the show, as well as support us on Patreon for great perks, such as having your YouTube channel featured on the show and a link on our website. Until next time, keep uploading those videos.